Welcome back to Sims Complete. It feels like it's been forever since we've done this show, but that's only because I feel like I've been on the road. I went on the road this last weekend. Right. I went to go to the Rose Bowl, uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, especially, too, just obviously you having uh, one of the greatest games that was ever played in that stadium at the Rose Bowl to be there all those years later. Uh, now to go and watch Alabama versus Michigan, which was so amazing, and to be a part of it with the ESPN family and, and our crew. It was really awesome. And uh, I want to say this, though. I have one gripe real quick about Ooh, that. One you gripe. You have a gripe? Yeah, me, right? One? Your son has a gripe? One? Yes, I do. And My what? one gripe is this, and this is for everybody at the Rose Bowl. I'm going to talk to somebody over there. I know some guys, okay? <laughs> is there's the Rose Bowl Hall of Fame. They obviously show your Super Bowl, right? It's great. They got a picture of John Elway, man. Okay. There's a picture of John Elway. He lost. He took an L, man. I don't want to well, see a right. picture. Nah, man. It's got. An, it's John I, Elway. I, you're right, but you're Phil Sims. You played yeah. the greatest game. Well, let's put it this way: all the Super Bowls out there, do they have the losing quarterback a picture of him up there? You know what? That you know, I didn't even pay attention to the other ones because I was just like, as soon as I saw John, I was like, what? I was like, I gotta call somebody about this. Oh, I got, yeah. I gotta get a picture of Big Phil right here. No. I actually almost thought about printing something out and just kind of like, you know, stapling over it real quick. Oh just to no, be funny. John, John's a good dude. I know he's a good dude. A really I good know, dude. I know. But it was just really funny. But it was really neat to walk around uh, the Hall of Fame that they have underneath the stadium. Yeah. Uh, all the different artifacts that they have throughout the years. Uh, the stadium itself is a really cool place. Yeah. Um, I can see why Herb Street really he, – he, like, I believe him when he says he wants the college football playoff final to be there every year. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because it's – why do you agree? Just because it's such a unique setting and looks great on TV, and I think everybody knows the history of the Rose Bowl and all the great games and all the great events that have happened there. Yeah. So he is absolutely right, and that should be an easy um, – Let's get that done. Well, you know why it won't get done? Why? Money. Because <laughs> other stadiums, other cities want it. Yeah. And all the money that comes with it, all the people coming in, I mean, the, the hotels. The main thing is what? It's probably just the press boxes, right? They just don't have enough suites and all that other stuff for, you know, like the big time people of it. Because I feel like the stadium itself, though. It's fine. It's all good. Look, it's, it's just, a beautiful stadium. There's not a bad seat in the house. It seems like the guy that's in the last row of the stadium, it looks like I could see him perfectly, yeah. like, you know, all the way up there. So I just feel like it's a really cool, intimate football field that way. The field, what did you – like, when you played there, did it feel small to you? Like, did you feel like you could throw it the yes. entire length of the yeah. – Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know, there's certain stadiums and places you play. Right. The field, the sidelines for the quarterback, man, is that big enough? Right. It looks shorter, and it, it really is true. When I walked in the field, I was like, oh, quarterbacks can probably – they feel like they could throw it a mile here. Yeah. They could throw it sideline to sideline. Like, there's no crown. It's very flat. But the way that the stadium's designed, it seems very small, you know, the actual field itself. Two things. I thought the grass looked a hair slick. I yeah. saw a few players slipping, which bothered me. You know, so, you know, this happens is all the time. That, is that the weather change, though? Because it was really hot during the day, yeah. like really hot. Uh, they did have rain leading up to it three right. days in a row. Right. So that probably maybe played a, a, a part in, in the, the moisture maybe of the surface. Well, I'm the this way of thinking. 
They're too worried about how it looks instead of how it should play for the players. Okay, that's good. We point. see that all the time in the Super Bowl. People yeah. slipping this. Well, because they're worried about how it looked on TV. Forget how it looks. Make it <laughs> make it perfect for the players so we can see their speed and everything that comes with it. Right. And the field looks small because usually, like for you when you're out there, because there was nine no, – no, that's not even – there were 20,000 people standing on the sidelines. <laughs> That's true, too. So it was so yeah. enclosed. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it was well, unbelievable. Well, I even felt this, too, like when I was in the stadium before, before the game even started, before they even let fans in. You know, I kind of got that feeling of the, the field yeah, no, being a good thrower's field that right. way. It, it definitely um, is. And it's grass. Every quarterback knows what we're talking about, yes. too, with that. But it has all the good things. Grass. Yep. So no matter how you get beat up during the game, you don't hurt. That's right. one thing. It, it's uh, the weather. Yeah, and just the way it looks, all that. The weather is a big deal. It is. There was zero breeze in that game, right? Zero. I mean, zero. I looked at the flags on top of the stadium, and they were just straight down. Oh, it was like the I just the perfect ideal day for the, like the Rose Bowl. It yeah. really was. I yeah. mean, just like sunshine, not a cloud in the sky, and it really was a special environment to be in. My first time actually viewing a game there, so I thought right. that was really cool, and just. It had such a great look, Alabama, Michigan, obviously wow. Saban, Harbaugh. Like, I feel like just TV-wise, now I didn't watch it on TV, but just the two uniforms, like, it's just got a classic college football look. It was an awesome look. Yeah. You know, even though the game wasn't pretty, it was still really good to watch, and it kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was – I've said it. I was rooting for Alabama just because I dealt with Nick Saban for a few years with the Miami Dolphins, and he – Treated me great and talked and one of those guys. He kind of tells you everything you want to know about the game, right? Which is really good for a broadcaster. So I've always kind of followed and I admire what. So there, not that it was huge, but yeah, the game was exciting, um, tension packed, and I think I was actually thinking this way as a fan. All right, who's going to screw it up? Because it's <laughs> what this looks like. No doubt, it's just going to be a mistake that wins the game. And for the I, other team. I said it to Sam Ravage, Scooby McGay's are the two guys that we do the digital show with ESPN right. for for what we do there. And I said to him, I'm like, guys, listen, this is real simple. I was like, this is as close as you can get to an NFL football game at the college level. Yeah. Because when both teams came out, I was like. He's going to be in the pros. He's oh. going to be in the pro. Like, essentially, everybody on Michigan's defense is going to get an opportunity to play in the NFL. I couldn't get over how big they were as a football team. Right. Massive. The defense alone, I was like, damn, this is a, this is a professional defensive line. Yeah. Like, from across the board, and then the next four would come in. I'm like, they're all professional football players, too. Yeah. You know, the linebackers, Colson, uh, Johnson – Sanistrill, the, the, the corner, another – like just so many good football players on that defense for Michigan. And I was definitely one of those people. I was totally like I, – I love hating on Michigan and I love hating on Notre Dame, you know, just, just wow. for the sake of it, right? Yeah. Just because there's so many fans, especially in our area, where I kind of like just annoying them. So well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do. A, right? You do a good job of that. <laughs> I'm very – You don't need that to I'm annoy very, people. I'm very talented at that, right? Yes. And, but Michigan's one of those teams where I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, now seeing them in person, I love them. <laughs> I yeah. really do. I love them. I got, you got to respect the team that they built. And the reason why I say that, like, if I was building a team, I want them to look like Michigan well, there, that way. There's a lot right? to that. You yeah. know, he builds the team yeah. and the profile of NFL teams. Right. I think Jim Harbaugh, you know, the – Offense maybe not quite as wide open as an NFL team would be. The defense is built on the premise 
of playing like an NFL team. Right. You know, and having guys in the right positions, uh, small, maybe not smaller linebackers, but faster that, you know, that, that whole thing. And um, it looked it. And, you know, you're right. I thought Alabama always had – Alabama's always a big team. Always a big team. I mean, Nick Saban, they just – Usually physically more imposing than every team But that you they couldn't play tell against. the difference in no, this game. No, I did not. Yeah. I, I thought Michigan was, like, the bigger, stronger team in this I game. I thought they were the more physical team, too. I thought so, just too. Just watching, which, you know, I think yeah. surprised me. Yeah. Alabama's been up – you know, they win a lot of bad, ugly games. Not a lot, but you know what I mean? Uh, it wasn't a typical – Alabama team that I've seen in the playoffs some years before. For sure. For they sure. look like they're a year away, for sh- for sure, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I They definitely weren't as dominant as we've seen in the past. I mean, they're a team that really they, – they won a lot of close football games. Arkansas was a close game. Texas A&M was a close game. Auburn, of course, on the last play of the game well, with, yeah. with – uh, Georgia you know, was a close game. Of Georgia was a close football game. And I guess when they beat Georgia – the way that they did, I was like, okay, I, I have faith that they can win it. They can win it, and yeah. they can match up well with a Michigan who's got a similar identity to Georgia. Okay. You know, maybe not quite as physical in that sense. I know it's crazy for me to say that, but yeah. I just I can't imagine seeing Georgia being that much bigger. No, they're not. What I, I they're not. Saw, I, I think know? Michigan had better. Michigan's defense is better than Georgia's defense. Right. I think that. A couple things from the game. And sure. hey, how about Kyle McCord, huh? How about that Ohio State fans? How is he now? Oh, we we got to yeah. get rid of everybody at Alabama. Oh they yeah, didn't be, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. get rid of Jalen Milrow. He can't win. You know, yeah. and the reason why mm-hmm. I say that too, because even in our pregame, they're like, "Is Jalen Milrow the best quarterback that they played?" And I said, "Yes, because he's a great playmaker." But Kyle McCord is the best quarterback that Michigan has faced this year. He is the only one that has really been consistent as far as making big throws down the field against him. So I just want to show a little love to Kyle McCord when I feel like it was just so aggressive against him that whole time. But Yeah, no, it is. I'd like like to get into it more, but we only have an hour. But I'd like to sit here and (laughs) put a few gripes in. And, you know, really the injustice of it all. But that's college football. That is. I mean, come on. That's it. You know, this I, I won't even get into what I think of some of these coaches and how they <laughs> oh act God. and what they do. But here, I let wish. me see. Let I me wish. see if I can do it. Michigan's defense, uh, of course, impressed with that. Michigan's offense, again, personnel, formations, movement, everything that we kind of see in the pro game more than college, I thought really created a dilemma for Alabama. And the more, other thing is, is yeah. just real quick, Alabama playing man-to-man all the time Oh, I, we got mixed up. There's three guys. Who's? It was unbelievable. Play zone every yeah. once in a while. I yeah. know they did, but they played too much man-to-man in my eyes. Right. Too easy to fool defensive backs with movement, crossing routes, et cetera, whatever. I thought Michigan had a lot of opportunities to make plays. Made some, but not enough of them. No, either. you're right. And that's what was crazy. We had that discussion. I thought Michigan dominated them in this football game. Yeah. And yet – Almost lost the football game. Yeah. You know, and that's what's crazy. J.J. McCarthy made the play of the – I'm telling you, if J.J. McCarthy doesn't catch this one-handed right. on the double pass, right. catches it, turns, then is about to get annihilated. He did get annihilated. And then throws the deep cross down the field. Now, first of all, if I think it was Dallas Turner. If he's not there – they're going to complete that pass, and it's going to run for a touchdown. Right. Right. It was wide open down wow, the field. Wow, they didn't show it on – I don't think we saw it, was it on TV. wide open, like wow. forever. Yeah. And they got a big completion where he caught it right on the line. But if he doesn't catch this ball one-handed on the, on the double pass, the whole game totally changes. Now, I give credit, though, to Michigan. 
I love the fact, very New England-like, a lot of shifts, a lot of motions, yeah. or especially, too, for this specific season. Right. Uh, San Francisco, Miami. So making the defense think, taking away Alabama's ability to run and be fast to the ball by all of this stuff, making them over-communicate, right? The other aspect that I really find interesting, too, is that they had, you know, the three or four gadget plays that they needed to to just – kind of keep their momentum in their favor. Not, yeah. not all of them worked, but you could see that, like, they knew they needed plays to recapture momentum if they were losing it. And I think that just kind of shows you they're a team that, like, they really did check off every box in preparing for this football game. You, you need to do that. Not that you need three or four every game, but you should always have it there. And you said it right. Shifting movement, when you make somebody think, it slows them down. Yeah. I mean, that, come on, everybody knows that. And I don't understand why NFL teams don't do it more. Colleges definitely don't do it enough. Right. Because I guess, it, you know, I, I just, I'm given, you know, they're college kids, and maybe there isn't time to do all what I think they could do. Yeah, it's more difficult. It, I'm sure it's more difficult. But uh, for this type of game, you could yeah, totally see that Michigan, they yeah. put an effort into it. They put an effort into those things. It definitely played a huge factor in it. And Michigan is going to be sick when they watch this film. Because from what I saw – uh, when I was watching it from the roof of the stadium, right, is there was people wide open all over the place. Really? There was one pass that J.J. McCarthy gets tipped on a little boot, wide open, deep cross. Wow. It's going to run for, for 30 yards. Wow. So this is one of those games where, damn, Alabama almost won it. You know, they had opportunities to, didn't seal it. But Michigan's going to look back and be like, we should have beaten them by 21. They really could have. It was out there to be had that yeah, way. Yeah, I think there was some time in the fourth quarter I went, oh, my God, Alabama's going to win this. I know. And I thought they were – I like you. I thought they were getting outplayed physically. And, you know, the breaks were kind of going Alabama's way. You know, the other thing, the punt at the end of the game. Oh, my God. Why? First off, why do why you even we, field it? Why are we fielding it but is right. I, I blame and you're the coaches. fielding it on the five-yard line? I blame what? the coaches. It's the coaches. Yeah, that you was gotta dumb. say, don't touch the ball. I wouldn't I even send somebody out there. He's crazy. That was that was unbelievable. Yeah, it really and, was. And the fact that they survived that, you know, and ultimately, you know, that was huge. Well, too. Two, my last two things about the game because I want to move on. Yeah, <laughs> is uh, the lack of drop back, Jalen Milrow. You can see the inexperience. Now we got a good team that can control the run when he wants to run it, mm -hmm. um, and just the, I just not enough repetitions of. He's covered. Here's a move and throw, yeah. whatever. Just not – you need – and as you know, as a quarterback, you can only learn that through time on the field. Yeah. And one year is not going to solve all those issues. You're right. So, it'll be interesting to see him next year to see the improvement. And, you know, I kind of like Anthony Richardson did down in, uh, at, at, at Florida. Right. You know, you could see the difference between one year and the next and how he progressed. And I forgot what my other thing was going to be. Oh, J.J. McCarthy. Was he played he, great. Was he excited? He played great. He threw some balls early in that game. They oh, were, my God. They were rifles. No. <laughs> was, he looked great. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he played. I was impressed. He physically. played really – yep, no doubt. Yeah. And he was someone that I have been kind of critical of all year, especially late in the year because they were winning without him having to do much, you know, especially uh, the highlighted game with Penn State. He, threw, he went seven of eight. You know, they weren't asked to do a lot offensively right. they that never threw way. the ball in the second half. They don't really throw the ball much in generalized games, but I thought his throwing was really, really good. I see, you know, he's he's got a lot of upside to him. So he tell really me this, was, is he a third-year sophomore, or has he been there three years or, or two? Yeah, I'm not even exactly sure. He could sure. come out in the draft. He can come out, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. don't. He definitely can. Don't. 
No. No, he needs another year. If Harbaugh leaves, though, I don't know. Well, well that's a good question. But I'm just saying yeah. he needs another year of standing behind there and throwing to really be NFL right. more ready. He's not going to be NFL ready. You're right. They don't throw it enough to really give him that experience that you need as a quarterback, yeah. I think. Yeah. But another but year would really help But he is running at least like an NFL – he's a part of an NFL team. Yes. Which to me, I think like he understands – situational football, you know, a little bit more so than what we see with other college football teams. Right. The offense that they run, I feel like there's, you know, half the NFL is running an offense that kind of looks and plays similar to that style too. Uh, but you're right. I mean, definitely the throwing repetitions, he hasn't gotten as many as, you know, guys like Bo Nix or Michael Penix and all them too who just – it seems like every play they're dropping back and ripping it. But Hell, I was they, really impressed. I really was because I yeah. was someone that was very skeptical of J.J. McCarthy. And after seeing him in person, um, I, I really liked what I saw. Well, that's the He's other tough thing. in the pocket. He moves well in the pocket. He's, he's a good athlete. You could see he's a good athlete on that field. With well, you can see by just looking at all him. All those players. Athlete. And um, and his arm was, was stronger in person than I expected. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think he's someone, too, that can definitely improve even more so as a thrower with more oh, reps. He, he will. Yeah. He will. I have no doubt about that. You're talking about let's, – let's go to the other game real quick. Yeah. The – here's what I – you know, I just love people on TV, and I know people listen to me and go, he's an idiot. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> I am. That's okay. Yeah. But at least I think I'm stating facts. Well, you know, Michael Penix now, he's uh, moved up on the draft board after the game. What? What, what the hell did this game have to do with that? <laughs> He's played all these years, and he th- he throws more passes. W- what he's done, that game wasn't going to determine anything to me. Oh, he did it on the national stage. That counts. Oh, it, it's stupid. It, it, it drives me crazy. <laughs> stupid. It, no, yeah, well, it is wild, though. But just it, like I've seen enough. Yeah, I, know I don't know who like, he is. How do you not know by now? God. First of all, he's the best thrower in the country. He might be the even best close. college thrower thrower I've ever seen. Wow. Name me one that's in that league. That like him, it's, he just, it's pretty tough. He creases every throw. The downfield accuracy on some of those throws was just ridiculous. And also, too, he this is where it. like it's easy you to know, catch. like I thought Roma Dunze was the best receiver in college football this year. Right. I really did. I mean, every week I just saw facts, like his adjustment to the football. He's making NFL type of catches look so easy yeah. all the time. Right. You know, even even uh, like I said, my my co-host and partner Scooby, he's just like he goes, "Bro, like." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you're watching two guys that are like NFL High-quality NFL football players, that they have that potential to be yeah. guys that are like franchise people for their teams. Right. And it is just ridiculous. His body control, he's a big dude, too. Well, That's man. the other thing. He looks he, it. He's a bigger guy than you think, and he runs good routes. And the late hands thing, to me, is another thing. He's yeah. running, and he, like, here's the ball, and he just, yeah. last second, like, just so innate where I feel like so many other young football players don't have some of those, so uh, those natural skills. I saw Michael Penix his freshman year at Indiana, and he was running a yeah. lot more, of course. And I thought, wow, okay, that's who he is. That's what they got him. They want him to run the quarterback, and they're going to do this and control the game. And then he would throw a pass. I go, wow, he's got a good – man, he's got a good arm. Yeah. That, you know, because I, I, I was surprised by that because they had a pretty good quarterback that he came in and replaced. Yeah. Who I think was young too, and I I'm, I don't know what happened to the other quarterback. Wish I could remember his name. He, I don't know if he left or not. You know, the portal wasn't part of it those many years ago. But mm-hmm. I just remember seeing that, and then when he went out to Washington, 
and kind of saw what they're doing and everything. And his, now, these last two years, he has shown everybody. I would, my one complaint about him is he did it in this game against Texas. He can run a little more. Yeah. When he ran against no, Texas, he, it was really meant something. Yeah. And he got out of trouble. He's great in the pocket. He's he's not he's he's phenomenal in the pocket. Yeah, he it is crazy. He is so slick. Yeah, and his ability to slide, reset, and just throw absolute laser beams. Gosh, I mean, it is just crazy. And he's someone too that I think he's going to throw the NFL. Like we always say, it, he's going to throw the NFL ball better. He really is. Yeah, and, I, that's almost. He might be the one guy. I don't know if he can because he throws everything so well. I know, I know. But you know, he's just. He, first of all, he has huge hands. Elevens, right? And, and that's what's crazy too. So his ability to, I feel like, just grip it and rip it to throw it down the field the way that he does. You know, it, it's it's got a lot of similarities to a lot of other good throwers in the NFL right now. That's why um, hand size does affect certain things throwing it is important and yeah. his are so big that's just one of the reasons why he you know he has such control the football must feel like a baseball in his hand right and he just has such great control of it and he just you know he can he just can rip it and um the rotation on the ball is ridiculous too yeah which just for anybody that's listen the harder the ball rotates the easier it is to me to catch yeah and i ask a lot of pro receivers that do you know, and I say that, and I said, do you want the ball to, you like really hard throwers, and or do you, they go, man, get that ball to me as quick as you can. Exactly. That's what they want. Yeah, no doubt. And they can handle it. No doubt. And his guys in Washington, they don't drop many either. No, so. they don't. That's what's, you're right. And it's just like, it kind of just shows you that just all the repetitions that they have, that's why it looks so easy. I mean, and te Texas is a, ta a talented uh, secondary. They're a talented defense. Yeah, they were all and over a lot of stuff. They yeah. were all over a lot of stuff, but precision passing, not going to see that a ton, you know, at any college game the way that they just saw this last weekend. And his ability to neutralize their pass rush, too, because there was yeah. multiple times where, yeah, like they did win some of those battles up front. I thought Washington's offensive line, for the most part, though, did, well. did, did really well. Yeah. And the ones that they did lose, he was able to avoid and make something out of it, you know, or, or to get rid of the football or to scramble for big yards. All right, now, real quick, though. Yeah, who do you pick to win the game this next week? I mean, after seeing Michigan in person – now, I am selfishly so excited to see Michael Penix and this offense go against – because Grubb, to me, their offensive coordinator yeah, Washington, awesome. I think he is awesome. Yep. He is a guy that's like, wherever you go, bro, like I'm going too if I'm a young <laughs> quarterback. But I just have a hard time seeing Washington being able to just slug it out with a Michigan team that can make it look really ugly. Now, I know Texas has a good defensive line. Man – Michigan, a lot, a lot of big, strong, yeah. powerful dudes yeah, there, it's, it's you know, and it's defense. it's eight deep. So that's where I get a little concerned as far as being consistent. Johnson, Dylan Johnson, their running back for Washington, he got banged up. Right. Him not being involved, so I just I have a hard time believing that Washington will be able to throw for three fifty and stay on target. Now they could throw for three fifty, but like stay within the pace of the game always. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna take Michigan. And I think it's going to be a lot about Michigan's offense. Yeah. The power, all that we've already talked about. Blake all, Corum, man. Yeah, just just, just yeah. that. But it also the formations, the movement, the personnel. You know, they're, they're going to have it ready again like they did against Alabama. So, I'm going to take, take Michigan. But I'm not – hey, either one that wins, I'll be happy for Should it. we add so. that to our list of picks? Because you need all the games you can get, player. Sh okay. Yeah. You, you're taking Washington and I'll take Michigan. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Oh, well, I just said I'm taking you – know, I like Michigan. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to give you an extra win, though, if you so need So, you're it. already going into the pick segment. Okay. No, no. But no, I know. You're yeah. so happy 
that he's beat me in the pick segment. Oh, well, you gosh. were talking all that crap earlier, you know, and, and now look at you. Now look. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, you're 500 on the year, Philly. Yeah? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so do we, you know. That's look. your best comeback? All right. No, here it is. Let, let's, let's put something on it. And then let's pick them and see who gets tight. Yeah, all right, whatever, man. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. We can put something on it. I'm already in the hole anyway. It looks like a quarterback's going to win the MVP, so I'm already down. Oh, that, of course, yeah. that's over. <laughs> that is over. I hate the system. It's all about the QBs. I hate it. Oh, uh, yeah, well, who, come on. Yeah. Let it go, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we need to have a quarterback award in this award. Get, you know, the, the damn MVP. That of the was my, wait, hold on. You I kind know. of agreed with me when I, I said that. Hey, I don't care. And now look at you. You're like, oh, that's so dumb. No, yeah. listen. <laughs> now we got the MVP in the NFL. Why don't we just call it the Heisman? Because we start hyping the damn thing in week two. Well, who's your MVP? <laughs> I think it's, oh, my God. It yeah. drives you crazy. Let's have four segments on who you think the MVP is today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so we're both taking Michigan. All right. It's hard not to All right. with their football team. And, yeah, I was very impressed with Blake Corum when I saw him in yeah, person, too. So, I'm sure he is. Uh, the NFL town on that football field is is legit for Michigan. Well, we got a lot to do here, and we're running out of time already. Yeah, let's go. It's okay. No, no worries. It's, it's good. Yeah. You, um, yeah, I'm glad you got a chance to go to the Rose Bowl. I saw you on TV before the game. You did a really good job. Thanks, Philly. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to – I couldn't do it because I'm – what's the word for it? I like to watch it all. So, I couldn't do college and pro. Yeah. I can only concentrate on one thing. Uh, I, I hear you. It was, it so, was you're very, doing both. It was very difficult today for me to be like, you I know. saw you in the office out there. It'd be 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd get up and go, damn, Matt's already out there. And then at 6 o'clock at night, damn, Matt's still there. I don't know, man. I just so, – it, it was tough to balance uh, this weekend okay. in particular. It's but fun. Uh, you know, shout out to to Herbie, you know, for getting it done. Herb Street for Thursday uh, NFL oh games God. and then college. You know, that dude is busy. Um, but, well, yeah, let's then, get it. You know, but wait. At first I saw his dog who's got a really good-looking dog. The dog's got a field pass. I got kicked off during the game. The oh. dog got to stay. The dog's taking a crap at midfield, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's how much power that dog has. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, what we got? What are we starting with real quick? All right, so, I mean, you tell me, player. You're, you're the, the well, expert this weekend. Well, I wrote down a list. I, no, I'm not, look, this, this is your show. I'm, I'm doing this for free. You won't pay me any money. Uh, <laughs> there's, so. there's no there's no money to be made right oh, now. Oh, sure there is. There's yeah. tons of it coming in, and you just keep it all. So. Yeah, that's right. So we did that. You know, I don't know. I just wrote down a few things. Let's hear Surprises it. in the NFL, just some players. And it's easy. First off, Mason Rudolph. Have you paid attention to the last wow. two weeks of him I throwing? Know. Unbelievable. And the, Yeah, the numbers have been great. The big plays, getting down the field. Oh, my gosh, the receivers are happy in yeah. Pittsburgh. You know, it, it's really been um, – I, I think really every time he's had a chance to play for the Steelers, he's done well. Yeah. And, you know, but he's just – he's that guy that they just are not going to buy into. Mm-hmm. But maybe they will. I don't know. We'll see where or it goes. Or maybe someone else will. You know? Well, I think he's definitely – He's at least shown that he's he's a good backup. Like a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that are playing who yeah. are backups are showing they deserve to be in the league. Now we just got to decide where uh, – what position and where. I will say for, for him in this situation – you know, not to say that he's the best quarterback on their roster, but it definitely does help being able to not be on the field during all the other stuff that's been going on oh, all yeah, year. Yeah. So he kind of goes in like, oh, yeah, like the disaster has already happened, uh, and I can just kind of go and play after, 
you know, the apocalypse has already taken place. And well, I, I think there's some freedom to him that way. I have watched the games. He is making good decisions. Yeah. He is. Oh, I'm not taking away from, like, no, how no, he's playing. But and he, he's, he's trying to get the big plays down the field, and he's hitting, a, you know, a high percentage of them. Yeah. It seems like I didn't look into the numbers, but I know his numbers in the last two games have been very good. And I don't think the Steelers hesitated. They're, he's going to start this week mm-hmm. because they need, the, you know, the victory. But even though Kenny Pickett's healthy and ready, they're still going to go with Mason Rudolph, which says a lot about his performance too. Yeah, it does. It does. He's done a great job of getting it done. And any time that you're winning on the road like that in Seattle, that's always impressive. Too. Yeah, I mean, both games, 18-24, 274. Mm-hmm. Versus, man, Seattle, what about their defense? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> we don't have Cincinnati, 17-27, yeah. 290, mm-hmm. uh, two touchdowns. I mean, so the numbers – they're real. Yeah. These are not phony numbers late in the game. None of that. They're real. Right. So that was one thing. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Did you get a chance to watch the game? Did I did play? not see that one. No. Oh. Yeah. I thought a big change. I mean. Oh, in what way? Well, they gave the ball to Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> Thank God we've been saying it. They took the pressure off the offensive line. Every play wasn't just throw, throw, throw. Mahomes didn't run around quite as much. I thought he was a little more patient. With decision making, right? Uh, probably the nothing that we haven't complained about. The Chiefs' defense early in the game had a tremendous problem; they couldn't stop Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But the overall, they let the offensive tackles, which have really struggled, but they let them be aggressive. They ran the ball; they took pressure off of them, right? And that's what they needed to do. I mean, I can't even imagine being an offensive lineman, Matt. <laughs> you know what are you looking at? My scar? No, no. Oh. Uh- but I can't imagine being an offensive lineman and yeah. every play you just go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and these freaks that are rushing the passer. Yeah. But it's just – when it's just constant. <laughs> and then, and of course, what it did, it let Mahomes settle down too. Right. You know, I'm not going to say he was perfect reading the defenses and But throwing. you thought he was more patient in the pocket and going through his reads yes, than he had before. and it looked before. like, you know, oh, there it is, one, two, throw it to one of them. There was a big difference okay. in, in their game. So yeah. that, that was – Fun to watch. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, so because I think their defense is really still the strength of their team. And the one Rice, the wide receiver, he's yeah. starting to stick out like, okay, he might be the guy. Right. You know, besides Travis Kelsey, they'll try he to get has, the He has, I feel like, each and every week gotten better. And he's, he makes he, a lot of good tough catches too. Damn, he's big. He he is big and strong. I can't get You're over right. Him. Yeah. I don't even know his numbers, but I as I watch all the games, I go, Wow, I got to look it up. I'm always right. I'm going to yeah. look up how big he is, but I always forget. Yeah, he's he's definitely – he's been a good fit. He's gotten a lot better. It's really – it's really been cool because they obviously need it. And, you know, it's it just – again, the formula of their football team is going to be just, Pat – They do, got it. Do your thing. Run the ball, though. They got it. Be You're patient right. in the run. Play great defense. And Spags on defense. Yeah. Spagnola. Don't worry about him because he's going blitz. Well, no <laughs> blitz. And he's he's a guy too. Like for the one-off games, especially in the playoffs. Oh yeah. To throw in that wrinkle that the other team's not prepared for, he's the perfect guy for that. I love him. I I, yeah. I, I wonder if there's a correlation. He puts his hands on his knees after every call. Oh right. And he's ready. I'm having play the play with him. <laughs> right. And I just wonder if there's a a sign, the lower he gets, the more people are going to blitz. Oh, right, right. Because, I mean, We it's, need the analytics on that one. Yeah, because yeah. it is hilarious. And, you know, he did a great job with the Giants when he was there. He's done a great job everywhere. But he's really – All the dude does is uh, win Super he Bowls. He wins, yeah. and he gave the, he's given the team, especially their defense, a great personality. Who I got just – I got a lot if of you, If you were a head coach, is he the type of defensive coordinator you want, like him, a Brian Flores type? Yes. Like, yeah. I do. 
Yeah. Because I don't want to sit there and watch. And I, I say this. I, that's why Brian Flores and why he's good. These they're Him, both, McDonald. They're good Spags, for their teams. Right. Yeah. They're good for their team because they're going to get it done or put our offense on the field. Yeah. So, in other words, you're, you're Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. If you had Kirk Cousins, man, they would be a pain in the ass if he was still oh, healthy. Oh, no. Don't even okay. get me started. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But – you know, they got an offense that's really good. Why let the defense come out there? Oh, let's don't give up a big play and mm-hmm. let's be careful. <laughs> and we'll, there's a 10 play drive for 70 yards and the quarter's over. Yeah. Boy, I'm yelling today. <laughs> but no, but you know what I mean? So it doesn't match. Right. Let's have a match. Andy Reid's got the match. We're about the offense and Patrick and this. So our defense, don't give them these 12 play drives for like happened this past week. Mm-hmm. Since he had the ball for, I'm going to just. I think it was eight minutes and something in their opening drive. Really? Yeah. So, damn, damn is right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're over there, you need to read. Blitz them. Get it over <laughs> with. Right. Yeah, do something. <laughs> but do you, do you, you agree with that, how I your do. team should match? For sure. For yeah. sure. I think this is something that we've really, you know, for, for who does listen and watch, like that's something that, that is important to building a team and building a winning franchise is that, you, you know, complimentary football is something that's overused. But for those of us who really pay attention – it, it is everything to your team, and yeah. it really does. Each side of the football has to play into the other. Right, and, you know, a lot of teams don't have to blitz and do it. It's not like Baltimore has to be a high blitzing team. they got so many good players, somebody's going to make a play to stop these long drives yeah. anyway. I, I use them as an example, too, just because of their creativity with the fact that they don't have – you know, they have a lot of players that do – different things you know they don't really fit necessarily into one mold so yeah. their creativity and their uh, ability to be diverse and multiple you know well, i think is what's uh what's i think cool it comes down them. to this which has been said a thousand times it might be more but i i just not gonna look into it anymore i got enough yeah. stuff going on at one time they had 14 different players with sacks yeah and uh, that kind of says it all that says a lot that tells me the co- defensive coach mike mcdonald doing a pretty good job so wait let's go now go. to lamar what did you think about Lamar's performance against Miami? How's, oh, that, how's that zone defense looking for Vic Fangio after last week? It didn't matter what they were doing. <laughs> it's some of the throws. He threw one. I, I can't even remember all the great throws. One, neither foot was on the ground. And one, I think he was just standing on the tiptoes of his right foot and threw an outcut to the right. I just went, oh, my gosh. His arm is tremendous. He can get rid of the football quicker than anybody in the league. It's very strong. He throws spirals. And the fact here, – here's the thing I'd say about Lamar. If yeah. I'm Buffalo, I'm not going to sit back there and let, well, let's try to keep him in the pocket. Right. Because that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. He's proven now that if you keep him in the pocket, he's going to get you. Yeah. Because of the players he's got now. Right. Rashad Bateman. Oh, my gosh. Can he run? Yeah. Zay Flowers. Oh, Isaiah Likely at wide receiver. Oh, yeah, and Odell Beckham Jr. And let's don't forget, we got a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And we got the biggest fullback in the history of the world. I'm not caring. <laughs> the the biggest human being, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But so when you try to keep him in the pocket and don't rush, he's just going to keep bopping around and wait till somebody comes wide open. Yeah. And so, if- and the fatigue for your defensive line, too, if you're kind of playing that style. I mean, you know, like the four man rushes like that when you're playing zone coverage. Uh, it's just – It doesn't work. It, it, you're Not against so him. worn out, especially late in the game, too, when it actually matters the most. I thought Miami – I'll week. just say this. I thought Miami had their – you know, and I didn't do the numbers and I don't want to – I thought Miami did better when they were blitzing. Right. And they played man-to-man tight. They were cl- – they still hit some throws on it, but they were not easy throws. Right. 
And uh, so that would be just my thought about that game. Okay. But, what are some know, other ones that you want to talk well, about? Well, you know, C.J. Stroud back. It was amazing. I watched that real quick yeah. last night. It didn't even look like the same football team because, hey, he just, he's got it. He's the man. I hate to say it. He's just got it. And I hate that statement, except he's one of those guys that even like Kyle Hamilton for the Baltimore Ravens, mm -hmm. they just know how to play sports. Yeah. It's not about the position. They're just sportsmen. They mm -hmm. know how to play basketball. Oh, yeah, you mean basketball? I can. They can do everything, it right. looks like. And I, I thought C.J. Stroud in there, the team, the energy, everything about him was very noticeable. Yeah, that's great. You didn't get a chance to watch it a little of it? I saw the highlights, the highlights of that one. Yeah, and I just I couldn't get over the fact that, you know, not being on the field for two weeks, and here he is again, a rookie quarterback. He goes out there against what we've seen as a tough Tennessee Titans defense. They play well. They're physical, and yet he just didn't miss a beat. Nonchalant. It, you know yeah, what? Here's he's why. He's just so – He's just so cool, man. He, he is really cool. is. He, he really is. There's no, nothing's too big for him. He seems extremely comfortable in the pocket. Again, him and Lamar, just the way that they can get rid of the football with power and accuracy. Um, and I'm still shocked, too, by how big he looks on the NFL field. He looks bigger on the he, NFL field. He really field. does. Now, yeah. I guess that kind of shows you how big Ohio State's offensive line was a year ago. Yeah. But just – Man, he's got great presence on the field. Yeah. You know, he really he just he looks like he owns the field. Yeah. Well, we're paying attention to him. It's the NFL and college. I, well, I'm gonna, I don't even know if I should say that. He just didn't jump off that way to me as much at Ohio State. Uh, that he, to, to now, he does so more so to me. Yeah. I, I, know, I know what you're saying. I would say this. The two weeks he missed, I didn't get to say this on TV. I should have. And I wanted to. We just Well, here's get, your chance, player. Well, no, yeah, Let we it rip. We didn't get to it. Yeah. It gave two weeks off. I know he had a concussion, but emotionally and physically he could rest. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not comparing my rookie year and you were a rookie too in the NFL, all that. But I remember we had three games ago and I just was, I don't care if we win or lose. <laughs> I really, truly don't care. I, I'm done. Because the, it was really the stress, learning new plays every week, you know. It wasn't even about getting hit or all that. It was really just a mental thing. Right. And um, so that well, break. Especially at that time period in the game. I mean, not to say that you're old, but, you know, you're, you know, well, okay, you played in a different generation. Well, where yeah, it was a little Morehead different. State, you had 20 plays, and then you go to the NFL and you got 20 new plays every week. Yeah, we didn't have 20. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember one pass concept you're in college. Right. But, yeah, and I think, I think it was really real. And if they can get in the playoffs, I think the fact that those two games he missed will not be a detriment. They'll be a positive for sure. Yeah, that's for him it, specifically. For him. Yeah. Well, if it's for him, it's for the team. It's for the team. That's Man, right. <laughs> because it's amazing yeah. the difference in everything when you watch it. I know. So that's going to be fun to see. What else did I write down? Um, you know, anything good? Uh, Jordan Love. That's, Talk to me. That story's over. Is it? Oh, it's over. Yeah. I mean, He's the hell, guy. six weeks ago, we or five, whatever, we sat here and I said, yeah, I don't know. Green Bay might have to draft a quarterback. Right. Uh, you, that, you mark that one right off. It's done. Yeah. He's playing really well, throwing it so much better, and it'll never happen in the NFL, as we know. What do you mean? The fact that he got to sit there and improve somewhat while sitting on the bench because he got to watch Aaron Rodgers. Right. But his throwing has gotten better all through the year. And, you know, he can hang back. He's got a good arm. He's big. He moves well. And it's from sideline to sideline. And they – Matt LaFleur's got it going. Mm -hmm. 
they got the whole field covered in the past game, mm-hmm. and they are not shy. And he is – I think he's kind of at his best the more he throws it down the field. Very yeah. accurate, hits it, and wow, do they have speed at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, so right now they're currently 8-8, eight and eight, and yeah. you would have said, like, if before the season we said, hey, the Packers would be 8-8 eight and eight going into this week of the season, you'd be like, what? That's really good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had to break him in. Yeah. You know, you could, it, hey, all that practicing, all that stuff helped – and having Aaron Rodgers around, that helped. But, again, what do you do? you got to feel it on the field. Mm. And as the game goes along and you get more experience, what used to look covered looks wide open to you now. Yeah. Or vice versa. And the fact that he's throwing better and controlling the ball, what do we always say? When you control the football, you see it, you believe it, and you get it. Right. You hit it. And I'm really happy for LaFleur because I, I was a big fan of him when I was yeah. there with him in Atlanta. You were with him, yeah. I thought he was a great dude. I thought he really did a good job of managing, you know, the world between Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan, which was not easy at times. I thought that he was, like, such a pro with that. And I'm excited for him, too, because I feel like he's kind of finding his own voice again as a Bingo. coach and as a leader. Yes. You know, whereas before it was like – got to tiptoe with the GM and Aaron Rodgers and just kind of make sure that the ship is going. Now he's he's really at the helm and he's really like dictating I feel like just the emotional aspect of this team. You know, even in some of their losses lately which, you know, even like the Giants one. Like you could just oh. see like he was like this is what happens, right? When you're underprepared against a team that you don't expect, you know. So like He's, I think he's doing a great job of, of really filling that void that wasn't there before, right? Right. You know, what he, was, you're saying, he wasn't allowed to have it before because no, of Aaron Rodgers. Just take the giant game. You, you know, you can't emotionally be up for every game. You right. know that. We, everybody should believe that. It's real. But they weren't emotionally, like, crazy. But there they were late in the game, got the, you know, he throws a touchdown. Yeah. And it's just about over. And they let, you know, Tommy DeVito drive down and beat them. But that kind of explains their team. Yeah. They're not quite ready to to be a big-time playoff team. Yeah. But the one thing I will say, Matt LaFleur, man, can he get the ball down the field. No doubt. Oh, my God. It, it's I went through about four games the last offense, night. It's it amazing how, how different this offense looks compared to last year. This you is – they don't even throw it short. No, no. Ah, hell, I'll throw it short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's right. what it's like. It's, it really is. But it's just so crazy, and I think that kind of shows you, too, how much influence Aaron had on the offense and, and the difference now, you know, with, with Jordan Love. It's, it's way more aggressive. It's way more prevalent on pushing the football down the field and making big plays. Did they give him the fifth-year option? I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm we're, not, I'm, yeah we're just – we're not that contract. I'm the group. worst guy. I yeah. never look at contracts. I don't, I don't oh, care okay. either. I don't yeah. either. But I just wondered. <laughs> I just wait for Shefty to tell me. Be like, all right, Shefty, what's going <laughs> on? All right, and then – Let's see if I got one yeah. more. You know, Flacco, we don't need ju- – man, Justin Fields is a human highlight. I don't know what else to say there. All right, now Justin Fields, you're going with him next year if you're the, the Bears GM. Is he your guy next year? You know, I actually, you don't know yet, Phil. You no, don't have. I don't. <laughs> come on, man. Because I did take. Was it last week? I mean, I, hell, I can't. What day is today? Yeah, I don't Wednesday. Know. But yeah. But I took twenty-five minutes out of my life. I said, let me just watch Caleb Williams. Okay. And I went, okay, let's see. And I got done. I went, that some bitch is good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it really. I was like, damn. Because he's so good. Now you're like, maybe I would move on from Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean. Yes. Like, that's how you felt for a second. Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm still confused because 
Justin Fields is an unbelievably dynamic runner. I like what they're doing on offense. Right. It's really coming together. I think the Bears are going to be good. Yeah, they you are thought, really doing You thought it. that they were actually just as talented as even the Detroit Lions when we spoke once. Yes. You were like, they look just as good as the Lions. They just haven't figured out kind of how to win as a team yet yeah, in like, right. their identity. And they, they played Atlanta, and Atlanta's fighting for the lives. It's everything about their, who they are for the year. Right. And they crushed them. Right. I mean, it was a – Butt whooping. No, you're right. Yeah, God. Atlanta had everything in that game, and still they just physically pushed the, them around. And I would say, I now ever since that, remember the was it a Thursday night or whatever? Wash they uh, yeah, Chicago Washington. played Washington. Yeah, all the deep throws. Now I see those every week. Right. I mean, he made some throws down the field. Oh my gosh, DJ Moore, DJ it just it was constant. Yeah, and uh, really impressed. So, man, I. I'm not going to sell out and say you got to take Caleb yet. I'd have to look into it. And I think always the question is, too, Matt, does Caleb Williams want to go to Chicago? Mm-hmm. You think that's a possible scenario where he'll go, I don't want to play there. I, I don't know. know. I mean, I guess I've heard those rumors a little bit. I that probably he's, started them. You know, yeah, you were a part of that, yeah. too. Yeah. So uh, it's curious. Uh, I don't know. But, well, when he said he's, he, he might go back to college. I but went, it is interesting, the fact, because you have been someone that recently has been very pro-Justin Fields, uh, myself included, these last – let's say six, six weeks games. yeah six weeks of the year and but the film of Caleb Williams is making you think well i can see look i watched him during yeah. the year but when you i sit there and just pay attention to him you know and most of the throws i saw he dropped back and looked looked and threw it right. wasn't running around like i'm just going to wait until i find a make a play somewhere it, yeah. it, it, the ball comes out of his hand clean every throw right so and you know but it is a college ball and I don't even see the stripes on it. But, but he is—he is a deceivingly big, strong person, though. He's big. He is. I he, met him at the uh, yeah. last year when he won the Heisman. He's a denser person than you think. He's got big shoulders, long yeah. arms. I don't know. I, me- I didn't measure his hands, but they look big. He holds the ball and throws it around like it's not very big. Right. Uh, but he is a big. I'd say he's a really tall, six-one guy. Right. You know, he plays tall. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, he doesn't look undersized on the field. Not yeah. at all. And he won't um, look undersized, of course. And he's, he's a big dude. He's just yeah. a naturally big guy. No, I know. I know. He's 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 a grown man. Well, you, you saw know? him in um, high school. I did, yeah. Yeah, what did you think when you saw him in high school? Uh, well, I was like, well, this is the best football player on the field. That's yeah. for sure. And he yeah. was struggling that day. And uh, Don Bosco was actually beating, is it Gonzaga? Yeah, Gonzaga. Something yeah, like Gonzaga, that. Yeah. yeah, so they were beating them. And then it was like the last drive of the game, and he threw like four passes. He threw a deep in cut over the middle, and I was like, "That's a Division One <laughs> quarterback if I've ever seen it." Yeah. So it was really he, cool. He was a junior um, when you saw him. Too. He was a junior. Yeah. That's right. And and even then too, when I met him, I was surprised, you know, by by his physical presence right. when I when I said hello because he was so good. I was just like, "Hey, man!" I was like, I, "I used to play quarterback here. You're a really good football player. I just wanted to say what's up, you know." And and really just kind of like kind of size him up, yeah, yeah, you know, because I had heard that he was a high recruit. So I'm like, man, I got to check this dude out. Uh-oh. And when I saw him, I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to do some good things, man. He really Uh-oh. is. He was really impressive. It was a fun watch. You, but. you, you know what you just said? You said you sized him up. But every time we have the Heisman Trophy when he yeah, comes to the studio, right. Bill Cower, hey, how you doing? He's putting his I hand know. on him. I know. He's you know, the, there. I said, come on, you guys are groping those men over there. Leave uh, them alone. Yeah, pause, man. But Uh-oh. still, they, it is crazy that they – you know, when you're a football player or when, like, you're an evaluator or a coach or anything like that, it, you just – you can't turn that that mechanism no, off, right? And that's no, where, like, right. everyone who watches football at home, 
you do the same thing. You watch the game. You're like, yeah, I would definitely have him on my team. Yeah. And this is why fantasy football exploded because we were already kind of playing it internally in our heads anyway. But oh. uh, that's really interesting. What what else you got there, I Philly? I think that might be about it. Matt Stafford, yeah. we, you know, we, we, and of course. You know, Stafford and Flacco, you Flacco, know, just, yeah, just Flacco's again. the man. I realized he was a really, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. I thought you were washed up. I really did. I was a huge fan of Joe Flacco. Right. I really was. And then I realized you were just playing for the Jets in that offense. You're still really good, all right? You know, and this offense for him in Cleveland is just perfect for his style of play. Oh, it's, it's what yeah. they do. His, you know, have you? Do you feel like his arm has gotten better with uh, each week? Uh, yes, I do. I feel like he's gotten in better throwing shape yes. uh, yeah. since since the first two weeks well, that he's when played. You're, when you're working out twice a week with your two brothers and your dad are catching, <laughs> yeah, right. you're not going to quite let it go. No doubt. I mean, yeah. can you can you imagine his father sitting there going? Okay, here it comes. I know, right? Father wore gloves. Yeah. So, but. But still. Like, still. Good for you, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was great. But the Jets loved him. Yeah. You know, they saw him at practice they every day. Just what a spot No, they spoke him. so highly of him. But the offense actually fits Joe Flacco more to me than it does to Sean Watson. Just because Joe Flacco's just a better downfield thrower. Right. And he doesn't see a downfield throw. That, you know, Christopher – our bro- your brother, well, my son. Deshaun, he was a downfield thrower in Houston when he was, like, in his prime there, right, right before everything went down. But it was more shotgun-based. It was more like the Clemson offense that way. Right. Right? And even Bill O'Brien says that, like, if you go back and look, he's like, yeah, we designed the offense to be more w- w- less what he was successful with in the Clemson offense. Right. Where Stefanski, he doesn't want to be in the shotgun. He wants to do all that downfield passing all. from, from yeah. under center, though, more specifically, I feel like. Yeah. It, it, but it, Joe's a, an aggressive downfield thrower. Yeah. As, or your brother Christopher says, just because they call they call a downfield throw doesn't mean you have to throw it every time. Yeah. And I know what he's saying because he does try to throw it in some tight coverage. No doubt. No but doubt. But they they're moving the pocket both ways. The play action from under center has been great. We've talked about it, David and Joku. Oh my God, he's a. He's a superstar and waiting. I, I, I'm not just no, saying. No, it's it. happening. Yeah. I kept watching it for years going, why isn't he a bigger part of this? I know. You know, I just, I see him run and catch. I go, get him the ball more. I was always curious, like, when they, they brought in Austin Hooper, who's a good, ta- yeah. he was a good, talented tight end, right? Did a really good, right. a lot of good things. But just like, I was like, man, like, you paid him that much money? And like, but what about getting getting Njoku some reps and opportunity, you know? So I thought that was very weird. But then, yeah, like maybe a year or two later, got rid of Hooper. Yeah. He's still there. So clearly they believe in him. Well, and they saw it. I mean, right he, now it's it's finally coming to. Yeah, just everything. They can run the ball. You know, I, I know their defense is really good. It worries me some. The, the whole team. I'm not quite as convinced injuries. as everybody else going about Cleveland. Look out. They get in the playoffs. They could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if I see that. I know they're exciting to watch. It's a fun story. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin Stefanski, a, look, I've watched, followed his offenses from Minnesota all the years in Cleveland. This is the best offense I've seen him have. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And to go to what we said about Spags, you know, Flores, McDonald, what they do defensively, you know, even with Stefanski in that offense and then Jim Schwartz on that defensive side of the football that's another combo. It's a good like, match. Yeah. It's, it's a good match, and it's also – it's just not a combo that I'm excited to play against in, in oh. you know, the first round of my playoff. You know, like just scary. 
When the healthy, one-off games. That's why playoff football in the NFL is yeah, awesome. One-off games. It's it's very difficult to go against two minds that are like that. Well, just think about Cleveland, and we'll move on from here if you want. But yeah, here's Cleveland. They can beat you with their defensive front. Right. They can beat you with their speed at linebacker, and if everything gets right. And they definitely, when healthy, it's the best secondary in the NFL. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think of one that's close or number two. I can't think of it. No, it's awesome. I, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. And, you know, of course, Jim Schwartz, who I don't know him personally. I've just interviewed him a few times when I did games. And, I, you know, he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. He, you know, he really – but he, you can see funny and quirky, which fits really well with defensive players. Yeah, right. So, right. And yeah. I think he kind of feels like – he's kind of like Brian Flores, all these – a lot of these uh, defensive coaches – He's part of the group. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk down to him. He talks to him. Yeah, right. And they all love him because of, you know, the way he is. Yeah, they're just good dudes. I, I got great stories about him, and I got to tell you when we don't have a mic in front of us. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, that's the best show. We need to get into that uh, stuff. No, uh, well, you know, hey, maybe one day, wow, we could, well, maybe we, we might try to have him on. We yeah, that'd be it. great. We can do it. He'll that'd do it. That'd be awesome. He'll do it. I would love that. Yeah, he, yeah you'll see what I mean, and everybody will. But I mean it all in a good way. Yeah. That it that is funny. Oh, well, I'll let it go with that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I see, it's like, almost getting ready to go. going off, and I'm like, yeah, just. It, yeah, it's all positive. I, just, I, just, I know, I know. Let's do it. All so right. you want to make some picks? Yeah, we're going to do the playoff games real quick here, right? All right, so let's make some picks. Playoff games in, in this respect, you, you know. They where have playoff something... implications. Yes. Yes. Pitt, Baltimore, first game. Hold on, real reminder. I'm oh. 24 and 12 on the what season. Am I? You're 18 and 18. God, Sorry, Chief. I, I don't know. I'm just kicking your you ass. You know, it's just it, there's not enough motivation for me. Yeah, right. Get no, out of that's here. That's all. Really, I'm serious. Yeah, whatever, dude. All right. What do you? What was your first game there? Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Pitt, well, that you know what? It, it doesn't even matter because Baltimore, I, they're they're going to arrest a lot of people. So let's. Do you want? It? We don't need to pick that, do we? Yeah, because you just think Pitt's going to win the game. Well, you're going to take Pitt. I'll take Baltimore. They'll take all right. I'll take yeah. Pitt. Damn, I hope Baltimore sets them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Now, here we Houston, go. Houston here. Indy. Houston Indy. Houston wins. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. They can win the South if um, Jacksonville loses and they win. Okay. Indianapolis. Uh, they need to win and Jacksonville lose. They win the AFC South and if they win, they're in. Right. Okay. It's at Indy. Houston Indy. Who do you like? Man, this is a good one. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Houston. Oh, you dog! Are you? You're going with Houston too? Well, I was just. I. You know what? I don't know who to pick. I just figured I'd take the underdog. <laughs> Damn. You know, India's. They do play better. Uh, much better at home. Yeah. So does Gardner Minshew. So the sight lines must look great to him. Uh, do you know he lives in a, um, like a Winnebago? In a van down else? by the river. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody says, I'm going to go visit him. I want to see that band on the yeah. road or whatever. Well, he does it, like, especially in the offseason. He lives in yeah, the van the by uh, the, the quarterback complex that he works at. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, and he just lives in the parking lot. Oh, man. He's and, another You know, one. with his mustache and oh. all that, too. Like, he's taking pictures with jean shorts on and cowboy boots. That's like, him. He's throwing it. Like, it's oh. just – he's awesome that way. He is. Okay, so you're taking who? Houston. Houston. I'll take Indy. All right. It's a toss-up to me. I think so, too. You know, Indy, I always say this. The old lines wasn't great last week, but it was, you know, good enough. Uh, their pass rush will be the whole key to me in the game. Mm-hmm. Can Indy get to C.J. Stroud? Right. Tampa Bay, 
Carolina. Well, we we can't pick that. But you want Carolina? Well, wait. What do you you don't want to pick it just because it's Carolina? Well, Damn. Well, sorry, well, Carolina. Well, I'm, I mean, <laughs> we're both going to take Tampa Bay. Right? All right, we'll scratch that one off. Boy, hey, we'll they, scratch that one. They off. got their butt. No, we'll, we'll both take Tampa Bay. It looked good on our record. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on your record. Because they no, well, yours my too. record already looks good. Well, you're gonna th- they clinch with the win. Yeah, they win the the South All right. NFC South. So what do you got now? And Minnesota. they really had a rough time against New Orleans. Yeah, wow, that was woof. Ah oh, man, that defense. Wow, they were, they were killing it. Yeah, it's yeah. Demario Davis doesn't get enough credit. That's what I realized that in that game too. Yeah, he's God, he's been doing a long time. He's been doing a long time. And he's just he's just a great leader, and he's yeah. really beca- he's become a great leader for that football team yeah. specifically. And uh, you know, just his evolution too, from being like the fast outside linebacker to being a great middle linebacker. Yeah, uh, just kind of shows you just how much he's yeah, improved great. through and the he, years. He trained where one of the places we always go to. Yeah, he trained with Rich Shadiv and, yeah. and you know for his uh, pro day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Arkansas was, State. He's a good man. dude. Demario, uh, you went to Arkansas State. Uh, how many guys there look like you? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I said, really? He goes, oh, yeah, we got a lot yeah. of good players. Yeah, they did. So it kind of woke me up. There. He was there, dude, like when they were really kind of at good. their peak. Yeah. yeah, they were good. So we're both taking Tampa Bay. Yes, sir. Minnesota needs three teams to lose uh, when they play Detroit. Detroit, they've already won the division. So you want to take an upset with Minnesota? No. No, I don't. I got Detroit. We both do. Atlanta and New Orleans. Atlanta win. They need to win and need the Bucks to lose to get in. New Orleans, New Orleans, the same thing. Win with the Bucks loss, or win New Orleans and a Seattle and Green Bay lose both. Both of those lose. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, that is. So who do you like? Atlanta at New Orleans. I have no faith in Atlanta. Okay, we both got New Orleans. All right. Okay, Jacksonville, I Tennessee. Don't like this. We both going to take Jacksonville? No, I'm going to take Tennessee. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Good. That away, babe. Uh, if Jacksonville wins, they win the AFC South. Seattle at Arizona. Arizona. You taking Arizona? I am, yeah. God, I know. Seattle. I know. Ten, I, 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 have, I have zero faith in the Jaguars right now. I have zero faith in Seattle right now. I just feel like both teams are playing really flat right now. Can they stop anything? <laughs> It's unbelievable. And they got so many what I think are good <laughs> Can players. They stop. They just getting trashed. Says. All right, so are you taking Seattle? Yeah, if they win and they need to win plus Green Bay to lose. And Green Bay I forgot who they Chicago. Have. They oh, okay. Good luck. Chicago Chicago at Green Bay. So wait, you're taking Seattle though, right? I'm taking Seattle. Okay. Chicago Green Bay. Sh- Green Bay wins, they're in. Or Seattle, Minnesota, Tampa Bay all have to lose if they lose. You got that? That's Man. a lot. This is. A, I'm not even worried about the, all the other stuff. It doesn't I'm matter just like, who's going to win the game. Yeah, and That's I have a thinking. hard time picking this one. Da-da. I'm going to go with Chicago on the road. Oh, you dog. Oh, you were going with them too? I was. But wow. They, if you go in Chicago, I'm taking Green Bay. Okay. All right, we're getting close to the end here. Yeah. Philadelphia at the Giants, they need to win to win. Uh, they need a win and a Dallas loss to win the East. Let's go. This could be a close game. It is going to be a close game. I, I think it is. I'm still going to go with Philly, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, Philadelphia can't. You sure? Feel. Are you allowed to do that? You're allowed to take Philly? Hey, you man. hear that, Giants fans? It's about my reputation. <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I, I guess they're going to start Tyrod again, right? The yeah, Giants? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Dallas at Washington. They win the NFC East. The Dallas wins. I'll take Dallas. Yeah, me too. Buffalo. This is a, this is maybe the best one I think of all. All right. This is Buffalo your... wins. They win the AFC East. Yep. Miami's in the playoffs, but if they win, they win the East. Yep. Buffalo wins the AFC East. They let's see. I'm trying to figure this out. Pittsburgh, it's Jacksonville, Texans. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. If Buffalo loses, they need Pittsburgh and Jacksonville to lose. Okay. So you know what? This is really going to be Buffalo's got to win to get in. They're either going to be what, what would that make them? I should know this. Would they be the two seed in the AFC? Uh, I don't know that. I think they would head. be the. They could be the two seed or out of the playoffs. That's crazy. And this game again. I I hate to say this all the time. I did watch that game. Um, what's today? Wednesday. So I watched it yesterday. Wow. Buff, two things. New England's defense is really good. They're awesome on defense. God almighty. They really are. They're all over everything. 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 I know. Buffalo just, could not get – they had a Kincaid that open deep. If they had deep. a decent offense, they'd be a playoff football team right now. Oh, my gosh. They are really good on the defensive side of the they're, football. You know, they're – I think they've lost so many close games this year. They really have. What worries me about Buffalo, they were not getting open – uh, Josh Allen never even got close to getting into rhythm. And, oh, my gosh. But that was the same thing that happened the first time these two teams played. No, I know. But this, is, know? A, this is a common trend now with Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Brady, they're running the ball better. Yeah. But the passing game is starting to really look extremely mm. average. Right. And that would worry me playing Miami. Okay. It, it just would. Down there. You know, the you know, but Miami's uh, zone defense, like a lot of room. Josh Allen usually moves better against them than he does against New England. Well, I, I you know, you know, we I, I like Josh Allen a lot. Yeah. But damn, when he runs, it's like the ball's everywhere. Dude, he's crazy. I it, know. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You, really, you just got to go in the plays over. You go, all right, they didn't turn it over. <laughs> I mean, if you're rooting, the Buffalo fans must just live and die with it as yeah. he's running up in that stadium. So who do you like there? I'm going with Buffalo on the road. You are? Yeah. Wow, you were going to do it too, weren't you? After all that, you were no, trying I'm to set us up. No, I'm not. I'm really, I'm not. I'll take Miami. I'm going to go with Buffalo. I'll take Miami. I don't know, you know. Buffalo, they got more guys up on the defensive front that are really playing well. Their tackles are both really good. I yeah. will say that. Right. Deion Dawkins, oh, my gosh. He's a just he just happens to be a 320 pound fullback. <laughs> yeah. He can, but it, what what else am I going to say? Can they get open against this Miami? And I just wonder about all the stuff that Miami does with all their injuries. Can their offense give Buffalo a lot of problems? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's <clears throat> a good last weekend. Right on time. Right on whatever. Yep. Checking my clock too. Yeah. Uh, you the man, Big Philly. Appreciate hey, you balling out you in back. the Rose Bowl, man. Yeah. You know, that's why I had to wear the shirt today. Oh, yeah, everybody. I know. You're the, you're, the, you're the goat in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I'm the goat, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, big week for us in the picks. So, yeah, you, I like you it. cover some ground here. Where there's a few separated. And don't forget, the playoff games are all double. They count They're double. not double. We'll, we'll talk about that, though. We'll, we'll, we need to discuss these uh, – these rules a little bit more. Well, I think I'm. I said this at the beginning before we started. I all know these I haven't games. agreed to it yet. This is this no, is but I said that deal. like eight weeks ago. I think it's a fact. Nobody gives a crap. All right, um, finish it off. What are we gonna do? Hey, so next week we both got Michigan over Washington in the championship. Right. Oh all yeah, right. we got to remember. So that we got one. that one too. Okay. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, another exciting week of NFL football coming up this weekend. And uh, right now, though, just real quick, who is your Super Bowl favorite? To win to, yeah, the Super Bowl? if you had one team. Oh, I'm, I'm – It's Baltimore? I'm going to take Baltimore. It is. Yeah. Like, it's clear to you. No, nothing's clear. <laughs> you know, it'll just be interesting how the how people perceive Baltimore, how they start playing them. Right. You know, I, th- I think you just got to be a little more aggressive. Okay. You know, the the oh, we're going to be careful. Just doesn't work against a, a really good designed offense by Todd Munkin and the talent they have. Right. You're making it too easy. You got to go ahead and just gamble and go. All right. Interesting. Got to live with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's all for us this week. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Listen to us wherever you find uh, your, your audio podcasts available. Thank you so much to IMP Studios, to the Believe Network, too, as well, for supporting us. This is Sims Complete. We are out. We will see you in, uh, next week. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And send Big Phil Let's any see. questions that you yeah, have. Yeah, I got a – is that in my left eye? Yeah, ooh, yeah. Yeah, you, you look good. Don't worry. You were so concerned, too, early about well, – uh, are you looking big, at my score? Got a big cut. Yeah. No, you're fine. You look great, Phil. You look great. Mother's son punched me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all from us. That's complete. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Toodles. Toodles, my ass. Hey, hey, toodles, okay? Yeah. See you later. Guys, hey, I don't know.